the eighth month of the year 2017. Just give God the praise and thank Him. Thank Him from your heart. Thank God from your spirit. your holy name we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus we exalt you. We give you the glory and honor and praise. Thank you for letting our eyes see this day. Now begin to speak into this month. This is a new month. What this month will be for you in response to what God has done. Make a new commitment to the Lord God this month. To serve Him, to love Him, to work for Him and work with Him. the Lord what you want God to do for you this month. Oh Lord our God. bless you. Ask God for strength. This, the end of this month is Holy Ghost Convention. Ask God for strength. Oh Lord our King. We worship you. We worship you Lord. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we are worshipped. Our God and King, we have entered the month of August. What a privilege. There are many people who did not see this day. 
It's not because we are better than them, but because of your mercy. We thank you for what you intend for us this month. As you have said, it will be for, for us the month of harvest. Lord, I ask that the unction of your spirit will rest upon everyone. Those watching me all over the world at this time, as I open my mouth to speak, let it be fire. That will burn off every shot within man. That will destroy the chains of the enemy. Break every barrier of Satan. Lift up every load of the wicked one. Let it be arrows penetrating the, the joints and the marrows. Father, let it be a refreshing wall. Water. Filling the longing soul. But at the end of this hour, your name be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Please let me see that. I had an encounter with the Lord today. It's, it's, it winds my spirit up. I want to share with you. You know, this is the eighth month. We have entered the last half, the second half of this year. We entered it, it's like yesterday, and the first month is gone. In few days time, August will be gone. And before you know it, you are in October. Why you are thinking you are in December? I taught you in this church, and for those of you who watch my program across the globe, that ignorance is a great killer. The Bible says, do not be ignorant of the device of the devil. And then it says, do not be ignorant of the spiritual gifts. Because ignorance is a deterrent to entering into blessing. And also ignorance is a, is a misleading agent that may lead a man into destruction, abrupt destruction, unexpected destruction. And I want to share with you what the heart of God is speaking in this season to the church. It is yet still under the title of your born to rule, under subtitle born of God, and then sub sub of that, bringing the church back to God. That is the topic of tonight. Bringing the church back to God. This began by my discussion with the Holy Spirit today. And the Lord started talking with me. And the Lord brought a man to me. Who I knew very well. In his lifetime. But this man was very abusive to his wife. Very, very abusive to his wife. But you know, the wife doesn't speak. Doesn't talk. She's not gifted talker. And any time they talk, the man talks, if you do not know the wife, you will think the wife is the devil. Really, you may hate the woman before you see the woman, if you don't have sound mind. The way the man would talk about her. But all what he said was false. When I came into the scene, and the man was talking to me convincingly, you know, when I hear you, I also listen to the one that lives inside me. 
And the one who lives inside me told me that he was lying. And I told him that you are lying. Okay? And I began to, to instruct the person. I rebuked the person. He did this terrible, this, 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 this terrible thing. Abominable thing. And I cornered him and told him that, do you know that God will destroy you if you don't repent? He didn't know it was God speaking. And suddenly, the Lord caught him up. He was dead. I mourned his death, but I knew why he was taken out. And the Lord told me today that, this is what you tell my people. He said, a man who is a believer, who divides wickedness in his heart against another man, the Lord said, my eyes is looking at his wickedness. He said to me, tell my people, when nobody is with you, and you begin to build inside you hatred and hurt and, and anger, and begin to devise evil thoughts against somebody else, the Lord said that, did they know that I'm with them? I'm seeing it and I'm recording it. So he told me to warn members of this household and anybody who listens to me. Anyone who thinks he has part in heaven and in the kingdom of God upon the earth now. Watch your tongue, what you say about others and watch your mind, what you devise about others. Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks in the counsel of the wicked. Don't walk in the counsel of the wicked. How would you feel if you talk bad of a person? Alright? Especially when, if not especially anybody. But if it is a saint of God and a part of the church, and then you meet the person, and the person is doing good to you. The person doesn't have a good mind about you. Don't you understand? Jesus said, a person like that by his own hand has heaped coals of fire upon his head. Or, you are in a position, in a place where people are maligning another person. And you contributed to it. Or you kept quiet. Silence means admittance. And God said, you should be conscious, you know. He's recording it. The Lord is a silent listener. He was there, watching what you are saying. You know the danger what man, the danger that man faced. The Lord told me that people who are believers, who give themselves to this sort of contravention, as a man thinketh in his heart, answer me. So if a man divides evil against another man, the Bible says evil shall slay him. So what the devil does is that he makes those thoughts they have to other people to begin to happen to them because of spiritual standards. I would mean now. So if I wish you a bad, Satan will make sure that that bad happened to me. And God can't stop him now because Satan is riding on the spiritual principle of God. Are you with me now? And the Lord told me to go and warn his people. As it is for husband and wife, a man must not devise evil against his wife. And a woman must not, a wife must not devise evil against her husband. Because the Lord said to me that the evil shall slay the wicked, not the righteous. 
A believer must not devise evil against another believer. Especially people who do you good. Never ever in your life think bad of them, say bad of them, or join anybody to say bad of them, or approve of such against them, because you have put yourself in the fire line of evil. You know what this thing the Lord is saying to me? People in the world understand it. And many of them do not want to do anything like that. By principle. But you will not expect a Christian to be a victim of such. Somebody helping you. Somebody blessing you. Somebody wishing you well and you are wishing him bad. The Lord said, at your thought, he is looking at it. He said, warn them for me. This is the reason why many Christians encounter disaster, unprecedented disasters. I would together. I was talking to the elders and the deacons and deaconesses upstairs there. But I said I will begin to teach you this on Sunday, but the Lord told me that I should teach it from now. I was going to teach you on John 435. He said I should teach you on this now. He said because God wants to bless his people. Okay, but his people need to understand about his principles. You know, for a while now, we have been looking at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, isn't it? Look, let me tell you this. Satan does not want you and I to make heaven. He will do everything in his power to deceive us and make us feel that we are still on the pathway to heaven. Whereas, he has taken us away from the path of heaven into the path of hell. Are we together? Worship God and cry and weep, shed tears. Thus, it's not a guarantee of heaven. And it's not a guarantee that you are really worshiping the Spirit. But those who worship in the Spirit can encounter the same thing. You may be emotional and cry over anything. That doesn't guarantee that you are walking the right path. I want to take you through the Scriptures. Let us see the Bible black and white. So that we will redeem ourselves from the enemy. What does it profit a man? To gain the whole world, Jesus said, and lose his soul. So he said, with what shall a man exchange for his soul? Now look at First John chapter 2. In the book of First John chapter 2, it says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not what? Shall we live together once we go? Say it again. I want to help you understand the word sin for a while, and then I'll take you into the the elements that compose that. And then can we read the next line again? The next line after that, please. But if anybody does sin. So, to a man who has a right sense of thinking, God is saying here that, look, the reason why this letter is written is to prevent you from sinning. Okay? But if anybody does sin, which means if a person made a mistake, and I will give you a valid sentence, scripture, 
from the same John that tells you that. Because some people use this into this statement to indulge in sin that Bible says we can sin, you know. But that's not what John is saying. John is saying that because of our frailty, we were brought up from different families with different definition of moral values. We grew up in different environments of life with different understanding of ethics or moral values. Somebody's high moral sense could be bankrupt and be very, very, you know, unacceptable in society. And when we get born again, we have to deal with our flesh, the Bible says, so that we subject our flesh under. But in dealing with our flesh, sometimes as a believer, our old man strikes again. Okay? What was your weakness before you were born again? It's going to be the, great, the, the, the most area Satan will begin to try to tempt you. But we have to build ourselves by the word of God and apply the word of God in our lives daily. And also, therefore, but because of our flesh sometimes, we make mistakes. And that's the thing he's talking about, miss the mark. But if you make mistakes, he says that if you made a mistake... He says that it's an advocate. An advocate. Alright? Jesus Christ himself, who have lived in the flesh before us, and he knows our contention and weakness of the flesh. The righteous one. He says in verse 2, he is the atoning sacrifice of our sins, and not only for us, but also for the sins of the whole world. What is the evidence that what I'm telling you is what the Bible is saying? That that scripture is not a license to sin. Look at verse 3. Verse 3 says, shall we read it together? We know. Simple. We have come to know Jesus. If we do what? Look at John 14, 21. Very quickly and let's read that scripture together. John 14, 21. Shall we? This is Jesus speaking. Stop. Read it loud. Did you see the reason why Jesus cannot be shown in many Christians? Because what some of us call the love of God is not what Jesus called the love of God. Jesus said this. The only way a man can show that he loves me is by obeying me. Are we together now? Come on church, listen to me. The only way you can test those who love God is by obeying who? Come on, say it loud. Say it one more time. I say, say it loud. I can't hear you here. Jesus. It's not by coming to church, but those who come to church love Him. Those who love Him go to church. Nobody can say, I love God, and it doesn't. It's a person who plays trance in church. No, you can't love God like that. It's not possible. If you love God, you'll be very committed in church. All right? But you can be committed in church and not love God. Okay? So commitment in church that does not come from the love for God is a waste of life and time. 
Satan loves people like that. Because he can dictate what happened to you. And he can strike at the most time that you don't expect him. And laugh as con on that person. Because God will not be there to help you. That is the reason why go back to that first John. We'll read verse 2 again and then we'll go to verse 3. He says what? He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for our sins but the sins of the whole world. Then we know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. So someone says I know Jesus. It is by obeying him. That is holistic obedience. Obeying Jesus. I have to obey Jesus in dealing with my brother. In dealing with my sister. In dealing with my wife. In dealing with the people outside the church. You know, there are different relationships. I have to obey Jesus in dealing with the government of my nation. What the Bible says... That is to show that I love God. That is what I was telling you when the Lord was showing me. It was so terrible in my heart when the Lord was showing me how believers suffer because a believer just run down another believer over there. Do you think that's the Holy Spirit that makes you do that? Come on now. Does the Holy Spirit make you do that? So if the devil is the devil that makes a man do that, the devil doesn't make a man do something for nothing. He set a trap. Wants to fall a victim. He closed it up. Before God will save you, there will have been regrets, devastation. A man will be saved from his trap when that man catches up with the instruction of godliness and goes back to God to repent. So we have believers who are suffering unnecessarily under the power of Satan because even they even don't have the recognition that the devil is what messing up all this stuff and they could not repent because they don't know that this is what I do. And they continue in that act that they are doing. So that God cannot, fasting cannot save them. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's what it just says. We, we know that we have come to know him if we obey his command. Look at the next verse. The man who says, I know him. But what? does not do what he commands is who did you see this a christian who says i know jesus but you don't do what jesus says the bible says that you're a liar you know you you need to understand what the liar here says you know you have different type of liars there are people who will lie against somebody he's not talking about this one here all right He's talking about, really, let me use the word, he's a, he's a man who deceives himself. That would be in modern day English. Alright? You lie, not to man, but to yourself. You know, if you say that I know him, but you do not do what he commands, he's a liar, and the truth is not in him. So, such category of liars are liars that have sold the truth for falsehood. They have turned the word of God to lie, and they have propounded their own philosophy, which has become the truth, which is lie. I would gather now, who is behind all this? Lucifer. Have Second Corinthians chapter 
chapter 11 verse 3 in your mind as you go on. I want to show you some things here. Because God has not appointed Christians for rots. A Christian should live a happy life, a victorious life, 24-7 every day of his life. Either you have money or you don't have money is irrelevant. If you are faithful to God, He will bless you with money. If you are not faithful to God, He will not bless you with money. Anointing is different from blessing of God in the area of finance and stuff like that. Every covenant of God has an, a, a command attached to it. You fulfill it, you get the reward. A Christian is not supposed to be poor because the Bible says there should be no poor. However, there should be no poor among you at all. I would together now. But well, it says here, the man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a lie. He deceives himself, there's no truth in him. Okay, let me take you a little bit further. It says in the next verse, but if anyone obeys his word, God's love is what? I can't hear you. God's love is what? I want to carry my Bible and come down. There are two things I want you not to miss. The first one is that the, the truth is not in a man who does not obey the command. That's number one. And the truth is the word of God. Okay? The second thing he says here is that if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Now, therefore, if anybody comes to church and you cannot voluntarily obey the word of God, you are not born again. Are we together now? Come on now, are we together now? Because anybody who is born again, the truth is in you. And the spirit of born again teaches you all truth. Is the one that, give, make, that, that, that teaches you sin. When you do wrong thing, is the spirit that convicts you. But if a person is doing wrong thing and you don't have a remorse, you are not born again. Or you lost your salvation. Is the hand of Lucifer. Look, look, look. Believe me. It does not take Satan one day to destroy everything Richard Branson has. And in one day, if the devil touches Bill Gates, in one day, he will wake up the following morning He'll be the poorest man under heaven. That's how venomous the devil is. That's the reason why you and I cannot play games with ourselves. No, 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 no. No, we can't. You can't allow the enemy to deceive you and live your life daily like brute without understanding. For me, I made up my mind. And I hope you too. Listen to me. Let us prove God to be God. And put the devil to shame. Look at what it says here. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. And verse 6. Shall we read verse 6 together? <laughs> this is how John underscored that episode. Come on. Let us make our mind up. We want to walk like Jesus. Well. Not only in church. In your neighborhood. Among your friends. Among your neighbors. In your office. In your community. 
We want to walk as Jesus walked. I told you that verse 1 of, uh, of that scripture and 2 was in no way indulging sin. Okay, let's look at this again, verse 1 and verse 2. Shall we read it together, please? My dear children. So, who this statement that Paul uh, John made here, he said here that, my dear children, I write this to you that you you would not sin. That is, you stop sinning. Don't go near it. But if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks for us. The word, if anyone does sin. Let me tell you something. Look at the, the same scripture, chapter 5, verse 18. Okay? What does it say? Shall we read together, please? Stop. So, a person who fell into sin is even from a sin practitioner. A person who continues to sin. You know, a person who fell into sin is a victim of circumstance. Okay? It could be the flesh. Okay? It could be environment. Let me tell you, one of our leaders in England, who was leading, who was the, um, this is in the public, I can talk about it. Who was the leader for uh, Liberal Democrats? He sinned on television. Okay? Because they put pressure on him to challenge his faith concerning homosexuality. And he was so pressured that he conceded. And then, when he left the environment, he came back to his normal sense and said, No, as a child of God, I cannot do that. Then he now came publicly and said that I do not accept it. Because of that, I resign. That is a child of God, the call. That is a man who fell into sin. He's not a man who continues to sin. Because when a child of God falls into sin, the Holy Spirit will, will, will take peace out of your heart. You will be able to rest. Until you make peace. If you don't have such conviction, you are not born again. Because there is no evidence. A born again does not live reckless and does not just do anything. It's not possible. I'm getting that. That's the reason why this scripture says that whoever, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin because... The one that is born of God in him, keep him safe, alright? And the wicked one cannot harm him. And if you look at this scripture, therefore, it also helps us understand, anybody who comes to church, if he continues to live in sin, you are vulnerable to destruction. Do we agree? Come on now, do we agree? Because like a doubting sparrow, a doubting a spirit that can never have a resting place, so a costless curse shall not come to rest. That's the scriptures. Are we together? Therefore, what is the obligation of the church? 
Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 6. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy, pleasing to God. And pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. We have that. Shall we read it together? One to go. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen to me. Your body is not meant for fornication. I did a marriage here yesterday. And I said that, this I haven't told the, the couple who were just married. But I decided that I will do that on Sunday. I didn't want to talk, tell you two now. They, the two of them, I knew when they started the relationship. Really, that brother came here at the age of 14. And I shared with the elders how his passion was, what he wanted to know about is about Jesus. What interests him in me is my encounters with Jesus. He spent more time with me as a 14-year-old boy, asking me how does Jesus look and all stuff like that. He was so passionate about Jesus. Now, he was in custody for two years. And for two years that he was in courtship, the sister is a member of this church, the brother is a member of this church, he never touched the sister. Both parents came up yesterday and said, they were shocked because they are, they are, the one who is the, the mother of the wife, the, the husband told the mother, anytime I have to see your daughter in your place, you must be there. If I go to my house, my mother must be there. And he said that they made all the two parents to be the oversight over them. All right. He said, my, my, my you know, uh, uh, brother Jimmy will not touch my daughter. And brother Jimmy, when he was giving his testimony, he said that after his wedding, he said the first time he had lipstick in his lips, in his life. He had never kissed a woman. And they were in courtship in this church for two years and they did not commit fornication he did not embrace her as to bring such embarrassment before god and it was noticed by the mothers the two mothers and the families observed it and the mother said that no wonder he made me so proud i said why would i not be proud i would get now do you know what happened to them? They only obey the rules. The rules is that when you are in courtship, don't get too close as to rouse up yourself into fornication. What about if you don't marry? Don't open your nakedness when you are not in marriage. Simple. The Bible says so. If you will keep that, then you have to obey the rules. The rules is that don't go into any private place with anybody that you want to marry. You will see yourself in the public places. And if you are going to marry anyway, why are you in a haste for? If you have given yourself to such, at the time of marriage, there's no more, you know, there's no more value. Plus, you could make yourself, expose yourself to be vulnerable to the devil. 
And if you keep the rule, you'll be glorified on a day like that. Your testimony will be complete. The Bible therefore says, your body is of God. Present it as a living sacrifice. During the youth convention, a a girl was brought to the church. And when they rebuked an evil spirit to come out of somebody, she began to manifest all over the whole place. So I was there with them in that night vigil. And we dealt with the case. When that girl began to confess, the girl said, spoke about a man, a young boy, rather, that he, she was befriending. He's a boy, because he was teenagers then. I said, go get me the boy. Because the Lord said that that boy gave her demons. Through sexual intercourse. So go get me the boy. Well, they brought the boy, and the boy came, one tiny little boy like that. I said... You, God told me that you gave this girl demons. He said, yes. And I said, tell the people how. He said, well, through your uh, sexual intercourse. And I told the people who have been with me, did you hear that? He said, he said, but I told her, the day I had sex with her, I told her that you get demons. And she said, well, leave me with demons, you are a liar. The bo- your boy was saying that. See, I told her she's going to get demons. If I sleep with her, I'm a court member. And the girl, an ignorant. She was not born again. And she was a loose girl on the street. And the moment she had the intercourse with the boy, the boy said, demon sent time to her. And since that time, you know, we used her. But when she came to the crusade, uh, the um, prayer that day, she didn't expect anything. And the power of God hit her and she began to manifest. When you have a Christian that is always jumping or manifesting demons, he's not born again. That's why. Because you cannot continue in sin. And it's a great survival. So the Bible says, therefore, uh, offer your bodies as living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Well, the other one says, your reasonable sacrifice. Now look at the next verse. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world if you, are, if you claim to be born again. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Do not conform with the pattern of this world. Don't appear like the world do. Don't behave like the world do. Be unique. Let your appearance come from inside you. Not because somebody on television, you saw them who is not born again. He appears somehow, he wore some clothes. I mean, it is strange. I have seen people wearing these jeans that is torn all over. To church. It's mad people who wear tear jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're in Africa, if you see a person wearing jeans with holes, you know the guy is schizophrenic. There is no, no problem about that. He's from Aru. Hello? Now, what can entice a person who calls himself holy to love a, a culture that is inspired by Satan? The two don't work. So that person certainly is not born again. Because deep calls to deep. Your spirit inside you will attract the spirit outside you. Prostitutes Attracts men prostitutes. 
Are you with me now? They have perfume they use that smell, they all demonic and stuff, what they rub in their body. Those things they pass beside a man who is not a prostitute, it cannot be, the spell can't catch him. Even if he's not born again, it can't catch him. When they pass beside a man who is prostitute, like them, instantly the whole body will rouse up. Over a, 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 a bag of disease. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter, chapter 6. Therefore, don't conform with the pattern of this world. Don't ask why. You can't just. Why can't you change the pattern of the world? I would gather, I told you about some of our footballers in, the, in the, uh, 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 Birmingham Church. They are all Premier League players. And those boys, they said that they made up their mind that they would change the way boys think. No earrings, no cutting of some strange, funny, stupid, useless, <laughs> satanic, demonic, and devilish haircuts. Don't you understand? Those cultures come from underworld. And once they see the symbol, those spirits will follow that person. Are we together now? And those boys there, I told them, they will beat anybody's record in England. I have told them I'm coming to Birmingham to anoint their legs. Oh yes, so I will anoint their legs. That leg will play? I mean. You watch it. Because they made up their mind that though they are part, they are in the league, they want to change the way boys think that. You don't have to mutilate your body with tattoo because you are in the league or because you are making millions or because you want to impress people. They are not there to impress anybody. They are there to impress God only. Period. And I love that Christ with Tabernacle is producing boys like that. Of course, girls too. Then you will be able to test and approve so anybody who conform with the world, you don't know what God's will is. You'll be playing gamble whether God wants it, whether I felt in my spirit that God is saying. And you do it, you bite your finger. I felt again that this is what God is saying. How, how long will you be feeling? Your mates see open vision. What are you feeling? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Eh? The only thing that makes a, a Christian to feeling without any knowledge is because he conforms with the pattern of this world. None of you should go to uh, what do they call this website? Dating website to go and look for a husband or wife because yeah, some Christians may be there but you see, the majority of those who are there, they are your opposite. I have met some guys, I won't mention their religion now because we are public, who told me that they go to church to go and look for Christian girls so that they can marry them. They say because Christian girls are very, very obedient. And you can cheat on them. They will not go. But the girls of their own religion, they say if you cheat on them, they too will cheat. You know the religion. That's what they told me. That's what they told me. They said so we go to church and we will behave as if we are born again too. For a while when we catch her, then we come with our color. They are also in this dating. When did the website become Holy Spirit? That will match make you. Uh, uh, when Abraham sent his son, 
his messenger, uh, uh, servant. He didn't tell him to go to a website and search for somebody. <laughs> he said, pray. And when the servant got to the city, he knelt down and said, O God of my master Abraham. He prayed to the God of his master. Don't you understand? Are you looking for husband or wife? In online? Uh, he will line you up for something terrible. Very, very terrible thing he will line you up for. Hallelujah. All those things the devil introduced there just to make you turn away from the Holy Spirit. If you think you can just find a man in the, in the, in the, in the website, even some people call it Christian dating website. I mean, you go there, it is devil dating website. There is no Christian dating website under heaven. The person who designs a thief. Yes, they are one of these robbers. Because they want to make money off others. You pay, isn't it? I haven't been there, but I know that you pay. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know they charge people money. Somebody had brought it before to me. They, man of God, man of God. We have just designed this website. I said, what is it about? Ah, he says, what is it? I said, eh, tell me about it. And he said to me that ah, people can go there. You, they will, they will, they will, you will put there your qualities. And your, you ask some questions. Your personalities. And when he finished all the talk, talk, talk. I say, bro, are you not a Christian? Said, ah, yes, it's a Christian dating. Because, you know, other people, the world people have this website. And we Christians, we have to have our own date website. So that we can meet ourselves. And I said, can you, do you have a filter in that website? If a babala will come there, or a witch. And write his name as... Theophilus, Alfonso, Samuel, you know, whoever it may be. Can you, can, you, can you filter it and say that you are a devil, don't come here? He said, no, there is no filter. So I said to him, therefore, that you better be careful. When you die with your soul, you will pay hell. I said, your own Christianity, dating websites have become Holy Ghost. God is the one who is the matchmaker. God brought the woman to the man. Yeah. You are dates, you are making dates. Really, I would have asked him, are you married? Go, Aqua. Or did you, or did you find your own husband on the date line? God deliver us. Those things are subtle introduction of Satan so that believers will not seek God in prayer for their partner. They just go to the shelf and pick one. And for you, once you pick him, you die there. And the one you pick, unfortunately, if it's not the one that is, you know, after some time, he came up with his color and told you that, well, sorry, I am a witch. <laughs> so if you have to do conversion, you begin from me. But in this house, I am a witch. You call your God, I call my God. Is it not the beginning of calamity and sorrow? But it was brother Simon before, speaking in tongues, carrying the speaker from one corner, flying it up. And anytime they want to clean the church, it's the one hoovering, the fastest hoovering, because he's looking for something. A woman was sent to a church that I went to do crusade in K2. I told you about the woman, her name was Shakirat. And that woman came because when I went to do crusade there previously, God destroyed the citadel of witches there. I love it. <laughs> when I do meeting and Satan, people are gathered somewhere around. I love it. That's when my grace is. Gave them terrible. So she was said to come and kill the man who destroyed their place. 
As she came to the pastor the following week and said, ah, I'm one of those who gave their life to Jesus Christ when the man of God came to do crusade last, last week. Ah, the minister welcomed him. Before meeting time, Sakira is at the door. They haven't opened church. She's at the door. Ah. Second time she was. Everyday prayer, much Christ is there. The pastor said, ah, all of you church. Look at Sister Sakira, just one week in this church. In this church, Sister Shakira, he set his standard for all of us. <laughs> and the man was purely talking. You know, God sometimes will hide from you about those people. Because God wants to make a mockery of them. Yes? God doesn't have to reveal everything to us. He teaches us with some. So wherever the case may be, Sister Shakira said, where is that minister who came to do crusade? The pastor said, ah, he's coming next month to do crusade. Ah, he said, I would love to see him. The pastor said, ah, he'll be, he'll be very happy that you are the fruit of his labor. He'll be very, very happy. So Sister Sakura, you know, with that, they opened everything to her, her home and everything. And she was just moving all over the whole place, but she was sent by the witches. But her mandate is to kill me. So she has no business with the pastors. She can't kill anybody. She, her mandate is not to deal with them. It's to, to take me out. So the following month, which is about a month now, I came to do crusade with Pastor Dakwa's church. In Lagos. And uh, as I was with Pastor Dako at home, I just had something hit my back, like a, a pin. But with terrible force. And I said, Lord, what is this? And he pulled my heart. I said, Lord, what is this? And then he said, I said to the Lord, Well, is somebody going to be in the church today with heart problem? Because sometimes, word of knowledge, you will carry pain in that part of your body that somebody is carrying pain. When you command it to go, once the one in your body is gone, that person is healed. Sometimes it goes like that. Not all the time. And the Lord told me, do I speak in this language? So I now had to turn to the gift of God to examine what really happened. And the Lord said to me that an emissary is in your crusade tonight. I said, Lord, thank you. The Holy Spirit finished his job. So I told Pastor Dakbo, you know, that an arrow of the enemy has just entered my body. Oh, this, they were praying. I said, stop praying. Leave it alone. My body is the temple of the living God. I want to sleep. So they prepared my bed. I slept. When I went to Lagos, I always stayed with Pastor Dakwa then. I just slept. And I said, wake me up at 11.30. They woke me at 11.30. We are going to church. 11 o'clock. So we went to church. You know that Sakirat was singing with my usher. The woman who cooked for me. Didn't know that Sakri Rath was the person standing beside her. We had them on video. And he was thinking, it's under my feet. Sakri Rath, you saying, it's under your feet. Now your victory is complete. Jesus Christ, principality is made a show of them. And we saw Sakri Rath jumping. It's under your feet. Devil's under your feet. And he sees the devil. Are we together now? So when I came in to the atmosphere of the area, she picked it up that I've come. That's the person she's looking for. But you know, the rest of the story, go and check my blog, you'll find it. The Lord arrested her in that meeting, destroyed the power, and made a show of her, of the devil. I arrested her, rebuked the spirit, separate the man from the spirit. Because I, my, own, my own vindication is this. If they sent anybody to kill me, that person must be dissociated from that spirit of killing. I must give the spirit of life to that person. So I 
separated the woman from the witchcraft, threw the witchcraft out of the place. In a terrible torture, I led the woman to Christ on the spot and brought her as a bride of Christ. Minus one in the kingdom of witches. Really, when I hugged her, people were shocked. You know, people still believe that people, when you, pray, when you cast demon out of people, they still believe they have demon. Isn't it? May God open your eyes, Joe. Now listen to me. <laughs> That's the reason why we almost understand what I'm telling you. How can a believer grow in the Lord? It's not by prayer, but those who grow pray. It's not by fasting, but those who, those who grow fast. Alright? It's not by just reading Bible, reading Bible. But those who grow in God read Bible very well. How can a young man make his way pure? Ecclesiastes. By hearkening unto the word of the Lord. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who ascend his holy place? Those who have pure heart and clean hands. Therefore, that scripture tells you and I, you cannot conform with the pattern of this world. Look at me now. Do I behave like them? Do I? Do I lack? Oh, you are my solace. And God is blessing you. God is blessing this house. Are we together now? The scripture says that don't conform with the pattern of the world. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. So that you may know. You can be able to test and you can be able to know. Not led by your mind anymore. But led by the spirit of God. Not led by your own spirit. But led by the spirit of God. So that you stop taking decisions that you regret. Why? 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 When you have God inside you. But if you follow the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is backbiting, frontbiting, blackbiting. I can't, I, can't, I can't understand how someone can rejoice in just running down somebody else. I can't. If not for the Bible really tell us that it's the devil. I would think people like that need psychiatric problems. Because yeah, there are some people that that is what they delight in. They have been totally oppressed by demons. If nobody talks about somebody, they will talk about somebody. They want to take everybody into such discussion of that, that debase mind. Alright? People who do that are demon oppressed. And Satan destroys them one after the other. Make them miserable. Make them... You know, it's not good for someone to grow, wake up one day and you have gray hair all over you. And you are, you are nothing. And then say that all my life, what have I achieved? Nothing. Like somebody living in pretense, living a false life, living after the pattern of this world, expecting the victory that will never come. That is the devil for you. I have 10 more minutes. Let me finish reading the scriptures. We'll come continue tomorrow. So it says in verse 3, verse 3, For by the grace God given to me, given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, isn't it? But rather think of yourself with what sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. It's so simple. I appreciate my sister. If she has a healing gift, all right, and I'm sick, though I'm her pastor, I will not hesitate to ask her, lay hands on me. Because you have that gift. Though I'm a pastor. Is there a father who will not tell the daughter, give me some money. I want to go and buy an Oyster card. Is there an Oyster card? I have just bought one. (laughs) 
Everybody is doing all that. I don't know what it is in London. I just thought that I was going too backward. I bought my own last week. That is my Oyster card. I also have Oyster card. And I said that they will not tell me a story about London. I went to take DLR. Have you heard the other D what? D-I-R. DLR. I took it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. They just applied for my over 60 pass. It's a, it's a Dickin who applied apply for that for me. Even I was a struggle on computer to get my address. They couldn't get my address. Whatever the case may be. So if I need money as a, as a father, I could, uh, really when I, they were doing the over 60 for me, one of the members was there. It's Charlie Champlain. Sister, my daughter, Sister, it's a, Luciana, I call her Charlie Champlain because she's one of the head of the drama team. And when she was looking and they were programming that thing and they were going to pay, I think it's 20 pounds, he said he should pay. He said, no, 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 daddy don't pay, don't pay, don't pay, don't pay. I said, what? He said, I will pay. And they said, uh, they can't take her card. She said, I will give you money. She paid for it. Listen to me. I said I wanted to eat Nando's. Yes, I want to help you understand something. Because I've never, I didn't see the Nando's in that, in the road before. I've been passing there, I didn't know. So when I saw Nando's and I was coming back from the DLR, I saw the Nando's. So when I saw the Nando's, I said, oh my, this is Nando's near our church. Ah, I love Nando's. So I came back and I told them, I want to eat Nando's. So when I was going to eat Nando's now, Brother Jamie was there. He said, Daddy, this is the Nando's you should eat. Okay, I will go and collect the Nando's. I'm the one who wants to pay for the Nando's. So if I can take your money, why can't I submit your gift? Hmm? Why should I feel threatened? I don't feel threatened that you are earning good salary, big salary. I rejoice and celebrate and I announce it. If I need money from you and ask you I need money, you give me and I take it. So if you have the gift of healing, what is different? I come to you and I say, you, are, you have it. For the fact that I recognize that gift in you, my faith will work for me. There's no, God saw me as your archbishop. If he didn't give me the gift of healing and he gave you, if I contend that gift, I contend against the God who gave you. Because God knows why he gave it to you. He knows that I will need it. Now I'm sick. And I'm keeping it. Who told you that Pope does not fall sick? Talk less. Hi, Bishop. We are all human. We fall sick. We have doctors. So if I can go to the doctor, why can't I go to the person who has the gifts in my church? Understand godliness. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone, nobody should think more highly than himself. We tell someone to come and share the word of God, and somebody is saying that, what will he say? You contented heaven. God hates you so terribly, the way you have behaved. That you rejected God. Straight away. Because you are looking at the man, and not the God of the altar. Oh, I I, I am his grandfather. That's why God didn't choose you. Yes, because you are full of pride and arrogance. 
That's what it is before God. Who told you that you cannot learn from anybody? You learn from children. God speaks through them. In several ways. So nobody should think more highly of himself than he ought to. Celebrate the gifts in other people. Alright? And be thankful for the gifts in you. That's what he's saying. I have three more verses in this one. Look at what it says, verse 4. Just as each of us have one body with many members, and these members do not have the same function, church, listen. So in Christ we who are what? Many form what? One body, and each member belongs to all the others. And I love the six. Shall we read together? Do you see that? I want to freeze you at this. Okay? I began by helping you to know no one can say, I love God and disobey Him. The evidence of love for God is your obedience. I want to say obedience the whole scripture. The devil will not rob any one of you here. You didn't hear me. Because the truth I'm teaching you, it will set you free. And I help you understand. There's no one to who hated his brother and say that the Spirit of God lives in him. And I told you, you can no longer conform with the pattern of this world. If you serve in a group and you have made the head and then the person who made you the head said that you step down and he made somebody under you the head. Why can't you take it? Why can't you take it? Did you qualify before they made you head? No, you didn't. So if they remove you from there so that somebody else may serve in that capacity, you should celebrate and then give the person all the hints of what to do. I would gather now. If God does that for you, to you, it's because God wants to promote you. Maybe God wants to test your humility. Okay? And if you are faithful in the little, God will now make you boss in the big one. But devil doesn't want that. Don't compare yourself with other people. Don't look down on anybody. I don't look down on anybody here. I believe in everyone in this house. I told you, if nobody believes in you, I believe in you. And I'm better than all of them. Yes, I believe in you. I'm better than them. They don't believe in you. Somebody says he doesn't love you. Tell the person, Apostle Williams, love me, period. And he's better than you. Tell them. Oh, yes, tell them I'm better than them. I stand in the council of God in heaven. I have visited heaven more than 14 times. I have seen the Lord Jesus Christ face to face several times over. Am I not better than them? That's why I can't look at you with a bad eye. Because bad eye is not part of the eye God gave me. You understand? Someone look at you like this. I can't mimic it. <laughs> or somebody is doing like this. I think they have a problem with their eyes. Don't allow the system of this world to dictate your life. You change the world through godliness. Control your body. Subject your body. Under the Holy Spirit of God. If you can do this, 
Your time is coming shortly. Shall we rise up together? We're going to pray for strength. That Lord give us strength to follow your ways. Here tonight. Shall we just begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Give us the strength to obey you, O God. Give us the strength to love you, Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord to give you strength. This is the 4th of August. Ask God for strength. Ask the Savior to strengthen you. Ask Him to help you. Ask Him to strengthen you. Ask Him to empower you. We are going for something great on earth. Tell the Lord, teach me your ways, O God, that I may continue to know you. That I may continue to find favor before you. Tell the Lord, help me to live like Jesus lived. Help me to walk like Jesus walked. Pray God, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Deliver me from every weakness of my flesh. Help me to to have a pure heart and clean hands. Lord, we need help from you. If you have a, a particular attitude that is not good, tell Jesus, I submit it to the cross. This is my attitude that is bad. I repent of it. Lord, forgive me. Tell the Lord, I am this. I am sorry. If you are an arrogant, say, God, I am an arrogant. Forgive me. I am a proud person. I get angry easily. Lord, forgive me. Have mercy on me today. I convert. Father, forgive me. Tell God. Heal me from my weakness. If you are lazy, tell God I'm lazy. Help me, Lord Jesus. If your mouth is loose, tell God my mouth has been loose. Assign your messenger at the door of my lips. Help me, Lord, to speak only your word. Tell God, help me not to walk in the counsel of the wicked anymore. Some of us sometimes we respect our friends to the place whereby they'll be doing what is wrong and we cannot correct them. Rather, we join them in assassinating other people, spiting other people, and bring judgment upon ourselves. Tell the Lord today I repent. I will no more walk in the council of the wicked. I will not sit in the seat of scoffers. Those who scoff, I will not be part of them. Those who talk at malign people. Talk evil of people, I will not be part of them. My wish shall be in the law of the Lord. In the law of the Lord, I will meditate day and night. Tell the Lord, help my lips, O God. Help my thoughts, O God. At the time, Holy Ghost wants to speak with you. If your mind is full of evil thoughts, he cannot speak with you. The lips that Holy Ghost will use must not be the lips that backbite and assassinate other people. Tell the Lord, have mercy on me. The Bible says, get rid of iniquity out of among you. Tell the Lord. Oh, sovereign Lord.
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Israel was about to go to war. They have been winning. 